8. Be advised, this is an explicit podcast. If you're easily offended, get your panties twisted into a knot. Leave now. Run in your safe space. Get your little cloth for your tears. All the opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and his guest and do not reflect the opinions of any local or government agency. Welcome, Friday night, extra episode, Motor Cop Chronicles podcast, uh, got a lot of Louisiana stories and some from just out of state, I've been having them sitting here, having it made up, I have lost some of the pictures I had, was going to do for it, but whatever, I got some videos, we'll talk about the shit. Hope everybody had a good week. Uh, we're about to have another cold snap tonight. Things down at, down in the twenties, and I have to go. Uh, I'm going to escort a uh, float tomorrow, but going to be doing it in the unit, not the motorcycle. I don't want to freeze my dick off because that's what uh, would happen, and I need to keep what little bit I have. So, uh, being a tot, going to do it in the units. If anybody would like a good cigar, great cigar, go to PatriotCigar.com and use the promo code MOTORCOP15. You get 15% off your order. And uh, if you order $100 or more, I think you get free shipping. It's a U.S. company. You know, premium cigars. You ain't going to want to cut these up and uh, make no blunts out of it. Uh, if you want any merch, I got my Go Goat shirt on. If, uh, Anybody's new listening, past episodes had a herd of goats uh, captured a, a bad guy. So we had some go-go shirts made. Uh, I do so I have a, a new shirt I just put out. Um, also, you can go to the Etsy store, Motorcop Chronicles Etsy store. Go to the podcast page, com. All the links are on there to everything. You can go there, pick you up uh, some merch if you want. Then I might put some more candles on there and stuff too. Uh and if you want more, I think I got a hundred posts up on it on Patreon, three different tiers. You can try it free for seven days. Uh, I try to be as active as I can on there. Uh, stuff I can't put out here. But if you can't, I understand. Fucking economy's in the shitter. And everybody's uh, pinching pennies. So I'll continue to put out uh, the free stuff anyway. But if you just want extra, there you go. I finally got this uh, shit to work on uh, Instagram tonight. I've been working on it for a couple weeks, trying to get this shit work. What's up, Jim? I will shout out the Patreons, uh, the crew members, at the end of this episode. <clears throat> so. I almost started telling a story, but that's from another episode, not this one. If anybody listened to the last episode, uh, Duke does have a vet appointment Monday at four o'clock. Uh, that was the soonest one I could get. Uh, I've had I had some uh, 
old antibiotics for him. So I've been giving it to him. It seems like he's been helping. Uh, so hopefully uh, that'll help out some. So, I mean, he was coughing up freaking phlegm balls the other day. I was worried about the little buddy, and plus it's gross as shit. Didn't like having to pick that up. Yeah, it's cold here, too. The temperature's steadily dropping, Jim. Uh, The South people aren't used to this shit at all. Not used to it. Well, let's start out with some of these stories. Like I said, I had pictures and stuff for a lot of them, and uh, I've had this stream set up for a while and hadn't got around to it, the extra one. Of course, we're in Louisiana. We're going to, they call it the North Shore. It's like St. Tammany Parish. Uh, this is, uh, this parish is, uh, it's a richer parish, uh, you know. It's like the rich part of town. Uh, anyways, up in Lacombe, a uh, deputy from the St. Tammany Sheriff's Office, they arrested, hello, Natasha, uh, they arrested a a 13-year-old boy. Now, that stuff happened a few weeks back and stuff like that. Yes, I was going to try to do an extra one. Uh, this happened a few weeks back because, like I said, I put this one together and didn't get around to it. Anyway, they arrested a 13-year-old boy. Uh, he allegedly, that's my favorite word, allegedly. He allegedly uh, threatened to uh, shoot up his junior high school can't do that shit nowadays you can't even you can't even joke about shit like that too too much you just can't do it according to the sheriff's office out there the child was not in possession of any firearms which was good but the school personnel did find a live 40 caliber round in his uh backpack don't know how many of y'all have little kids or whatever uh last time i was working the sro i was talking to one of the head security people over all the schools and I mean, out where I work, they metal detect all the kids coming in the school every day, even the freaking kindergartners and shit. I told them, I said, y'all need to, uh, why don't you just make them start wearing, uh, only have clear, them plastic, clear plastic book sacks and st- shit like that. Uh, you, you would take that cold. <laughs> you can have it. Take it back. Take it back up north where it belongs so i think they should make if, if make the kids wear uh see-through book sacks and shit like they do you know football games and shit like that but anyway they arrested this 13 year old kid he's probably at home uh he's got to go in front of a judge but uh at least he didn't bring the gun to school didn't attempt to kill anybody or anything like that because that would have been bad that'd have been bad as it's all get out if he'd have done that. So hopefully his uh his parents beat his little ass when he whenever he got home because that's what I'd have done. I think that's what's wrong with kids today. They don't get enough ass beating. Oh, and if y'all did listen to the last one, <clears throat> I said I was gonna try to like not cuss and stuff as much. Well, I was sitting around thinking today, I'm like, fuck that shit. Uh. I'm just going to be who I am. Uh, I'm a fucking Gen Xer. I really don't give a fuck. I mean, if people don't want to listen to me or come on as guests and stuff because of the way I talk or, 
the way I express myself, stuff like that. Fuck it, I don't care. I'm not doing this shit to get famous anyway. So it is what it is. So I'm just going to be myself. I, I just can't. I'm not going to sit there and, you know, fake it or something like that. Just for information, if anybody was wondering. So I probably wasn't. All right, this this one right here. We're going to New Orleans. Never know crime in New Orleans, right? Yeah, right. Uh, New Orleans sucks. It's crime-ridden. Anyway, they had a woman came from California, got her ass arrested in New Orleans. Yes, Gen X does rule. Uh, I just, that's got to be me. I didn't grow up pussified like like this new generation. And if, if I hurt people's feelings, they can go get some fucking retard helmets and put them on so they don't bonk their heads when they fall down crying or something. So I had a picture of her. Uh, of course, you know, like I said, I lost a lot of shit. I don't know where I put it. Anyway, this woman was from California. She got arrested on January the 9th. She's accused of murdering a man in New Orleans East. Uh Last Saturday, uh, not well, a couple Saturday mornings ago. Uh, I'm going to fuck her first name up. Uh, Timoni, Timoni, I have no, uh, just T-Y-M-O-N-A-E. That's how they spell her first name, however you say it. Her last name's Kelly. I can pronounce that. She's 34 years old. She got booked in uh, OPP, which is Orleans Parish Prison, for second-degree murder in connection with the January 6th fatal shooting of 39-year-old Larry Boudreaux. Second-degree murder, if she's convicted in the state of Louisiana, she will get life in prison. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. There's nothing they can do about it. You will go to prison for the rest of your life in Louisiana. <clears throat> Well, look at that. It is the weekend. It is Saturday in, in Australia. How you doing, JoJo? Uh, anyway, this Boudreaux guy was found dead inside of his crashed car on a Saturday morning at about one thirty in the morning. He had been shot several times. The vehicle he was in crashed on Dale Street. Uh, they did not uh, expect explain how but said in a statement that Kelly was developed and identified as the perpetrator she was arrested but did not say where she was found she scheduled to make her first appearance but anyway she had to come all the way down from California to fucking kill somebody she could have done that shit up in Cali she she probably wouldn't have got as she killed somebody in Cali she probably wouldn't have got as much time as she's going to get down here I can tell you that she uh he said she's probably going to end up doing life this next one is uh, messed up. I do have, uh, excuse me if I'm yawning. I had a long day. It uh, works quite a few crashes. And uh, they kept me kept me busy pretty much. Uh, this is a, a five-year-old. This five-year-old uh, is dead. And uh, let, let's switch over and watch the, the video on it. It's not the video. Father and the girlfriend are locked up tonight in connection to his death. The I team was first with the details of those arrests this afternoon. Our lead investigator, Scotty Hunter, is here now with what he's learned about the case. Scotty. Well, guys, here's a look at 26-year-old Joseph Esslinger and his girlfriend. While details of are slim in this case, they are both facing some serious charges tonight that could get even worse once we have a better idea of what caused the death of the child in their care. 
<laughs> he would squeal in delight, and you just. Now, sad, this little five-year-old boy that we're looking at right here is dead. Beat to death. Kind of horrid, horrid, horrible shit is that? Didn't help but be excited with him. Leo Esslinger was full of life and had so much life left to live. At just five years old, his great aunt Christy Held says to know him was to love him. But unfortunately, loving him was not enough to keep him alive. The five-year-old was allegedly severely beaten in Livingston Parish two weeks ago. He was rushed to the hospital in New Orleans, where he died three days later. We tried. We tried everything. We did everything by the book according to the law. We did everything that we were supposed to do. Leo's... Uh, JJ's asking uh, why, why, why. I'm going to tell you why because because uh, child protective services is failing our children in the state of Louisiana. Uh, not not all the not I'm not dogging the workers. They got some damn good workers there. I don't know if their hands are tied or what, but some of these are, are they're failing these children. We've had how many have I talked about in the last year? three, four, failing that these little children are, are getting. Other 26-year-old Joseph. Look at this piece of shit right here. Uh, I hope he gets ass fucked hard in jail. Tell you what. Esslinger and the father's girlfriend, Diana Lopez, are both behind bars tonight. No, he was the dad. This is girlfriend. She had. <laughs> charged with cruelty to a juvenile with major injuries. While authorities at Albany police would not yet provide details on the case, the family says what happened to Leo was unimaginable. Held says when family raced to the hospital from Indiana, they found him on a ventilator. Doctors there told him the little boy suffered three brain bleeds, a puncture wound, and bruising all over his body. While the child's mother was already in jail in Indiana on unrelated charges, his mom's family had been fighting for custody of Leo in Indiana for a while. Now that Leo's dead, they say there is plenty of blame to go around, not just on his father, but on the systems that should have been in place to keep Leo safe. Why didn't they listen to us? Why didn't they believe us? Let me tell you right now, from being a cop for almost 30 years now, I've worked cases. Uh, actually, I got, I got a guy convicted, and he ended up doing 10 years for child abuse. Uh, that was over 20 years ago. Uh but I've worked cases uh, or brought cases to uh, things, and they didn't take the kids away. I'm like, what the what the fuck? Then I've seen them take kids away from people, and I'm like, what the fuck? It's like it's something like a lot of it's just ass backwards. It's like you left the kids with these pieces of shit, but took them away from these other people. It's it's it, it the whole the the system is fucked. It needs to be revamped. Uh, they have they have hardworking people in there, men and women that bust their ass. It's not an easy job. I think I think a lot of it is there's not enough of them, so they're overworked. And I think they have supervisors that don't let them do what needs to be done. Sometimes I can I don't blame the workers. I blame the supervisors and the upper management. Poor babies. Why is he having to suffer because other people didn't take this seriously? The little boy's family is now fighting to give a voice to children who might be in danger to make sure no other child suffers the way Leo did. We will 
advocate for those changes. We will see changes made through legislation so that no other child has to go through this. I also made a promise to Leo that he would not, he would not have died in vain. To help them in their fight, there is a GoFundMe set up in Leo's name. We have a link to that right now in the iTeam section of the Nine News app, guys. Tammy over on LinkedIn said every state's like that. I hate to hear it. I was hoping maybe it was just our state. That's just too many drugged out. Yeah, there's a lot of drugged out parents, unfortunately. And uh, for that little boy to lose his life like that, I mean, just there there's special places in hell for, for people like that. Even if that woman didn't do it and she just stood around and let that piece of shit do it. To me, people like that, I mean, once they're found guilty, you just you just take them out back. I think they ought to be beat to death also. Not just put in jail for the rest of their life, whatever. They ought to be curb stomped to death so they can experience the pain and agony that that little boy went through. That's just my opinion. His next story is, uh, well, let me read it. I didn't have a, a video on it, but uh, I put it in, it's like toxic gummy bears, but it's kind of uh, me, me being sarcastic. Anyway, it says gummy bears, gummy candy, leaves a toddler paralyzed for the rest of her life. The family is suing. A three-year-old girl in California is now paralyzed after her family says she choked on gummy candy that got stuck in her airway, according to the lawsuit filed by the girl's parents. The little girl, you know, she was vibrant and all that stuff. Uh, this happened back in 2022, December 13th, I guess, just suing. She choked on a candy and became lodged in her throat, blocking her airway parents rushed to get her help and drove her to the hospital first of all why don't you try to get it out maybe if you take some proper classes uh you would know how to get that out anyway they said it was so sticky they couldn't get it they had a hard time getting out and she was without oxygen or something happened oh she suffered pro Profound hypoxia due to prolonged lacks of oxygen. She stained irreversible brain damage and a spastic quadro, I can't say the word, as a result of her injuries from choking on the candy. These candies were a ticking time bomb, the mom said. And she's now permanently disabled and unable to speak, unable to swallow, and unable to move for the rest of her life. The lawsuit states that once chewed, the candy land gummy dots became extremely sticky in a glue-like mass that became becomes almost impossible to extract. Anyway, the companies in Philadelphia they're seeking more than fifty thousand dollars. Fifty thousand dollars ain't shit, but let me say this. Is it the candy's fault? Is it the candy maker's fault that you, as a dumbass parent, gave this type of candy to a two-year-old? Don't you give them suckers with the, st- the string on it, not even the stick, because you don't want them poking themselves? Two. Kids, two. Probably still shitting on itself, and you're going to give it this kind of candy. So you're going to sue the company saying it's 
the candy company's fault for making this candy. How about as a parent, you take responsibility that you didn't do your fucking job as a parent and maybe pay attention what your kids eating. But you're going to say, I, it drives me completely insane when people are going to do stupid shit like this and then you're going to try to blame somebody else for it for your own negligence. I hope they don't get shit. They'll probably write them a check for a hundred some thousand dollars just to make them go away because it's cheaper for them than fighting it, unfortunately. How many other thousands of children have eaten this? Hmm? When I was a kid, let's talk about Gen X. I was talking with me and the wife were talking about the other night. I had lawn darts. I loved my lawn darts. Uh, me and my buddies, my sister and stuff, used to get, we used to throw them. We'd be like, watch out. You're going to die. <laughs> you know, we'd throw them up as high as we could in there and see, you know, make sure to dodge them. You know, they had big spikes on them and stick in the ground. We used to play with those. Two kids got killed or damaged with them and they stopped making them. Stupid. Uh, now, you, I don't, you can't, well, you can get them because I found some, believe it or not, but I had to order them from the UK and it took me forever to get them here, but I ordered them from the UK. My UK listeners, y'all, y'all you can get lawn darts over there. Now, they're not sharp like the ones we used to have. You could take a grinder and sharpen them up. They're kind of blunt, but you can sharpen them up, but you can get them from the UK because uh, I, I bought a set. I don't like telling people telling me I can't buy shit. No bicycle helmets, Jim. No, we don't need damn bicycle helmet. Uh, my little granddaughter, she's like five, six years old, and uh, she started riding a two wheel bicycle, no training wheels and stuff like that. <laughs> they had her. It wasn't uh, her. Basically, gonna be, probably gonna be her stepdaddy, but uh, it's her mom, my stepdaughter. She, she's a little overprotective. I feel anyway. It's not my child, but she had helmet on, freaking shin guards. I mean, I mean, like I'm like, we used to ride bicycles with no shoes on, with with the cheese grater pedals on it, and everything else. And if you crashed, you got up, bled a little bile, and went about washed it off with a water hose and went home and did your business. Oh. It's the push, like I said, it's the pussification of America. But anyway, these parents are fucking idiots. It's their fault, not anybody else's fault. But let's let's blame the candy company, right? <laughs> Won't see fucking McDonald's for making me fucking fat. How's that? <laughs> Makes sense, right? I'm, I'm going to sue the pencil company because it, I failed a test. Uh. I'm going to sue the gas company because I got a speeding ticket. It's all the same thing. People are fucking stupid. Uh, it's, probably, it's why we pay so much uh, insurance and stuff because you got a bunch of people like that that, that want to sue over everything. They got that, that we just talked about recently, that woman suing uh, Reese's company over the uh, Halloween candy, the peanut butter pumpkin things because it, the, the picture on the package has a face on the pumpkin but the actual candy don't. Who gives a fuck? It tastes the same. Who cares? Who cares? Do y'all care? I don't give a shit. But that's the, that's the world we live in. This next one, you know, this guy from California, 
uh, was down here in New Orleans visiting with him and his uh, husband or boyfriend or whatever. And uh, unfortunately, uh, he found out and he got murdered. Yeah. <laughs> you right. I don't redo, redo, list. I don't know how you want to say that, Jojo. But uh, he, he got himself killed. It ain't his fault. Somebody murdered him. They did catch him. I think a 16-year-old is one end up murdering him. Father uh, and the girlfriend are going go on, go on vacation. Death. The Come back the first dead. With the details of those arrested. And what sources say was likely an attempted armed robbery. David Jones spoke with neighbors who witnessed the immediate aftermath of the shooting. And it's really heartbreaking. 32-year-old Jacob Carter was on vacation in New Orleans with his husband, Daniel, visiting from Tacoma, Washington. The beloved businessman owned a bagel shop in Tacoma, Howdy Bagel. Carter's described on Howdy Bagel's Instagram as, quote, one of the brightest spots in the lives of everyone he loved. There's a lot of foot traffic here, a lot of tourists coming from Bourbon to Frenchman Street to the R-Bar. This neighbor did not want to be identified, but described what he saw and heard that night. I heard voices and screaming outside, but being Bourbon Street at 1.30 in the morning, that's not unusual, but it kept up and something sounded different this time. According to New Orleans police, around 1.30 Friday morning, officers responded to the intersection of Bourbon and Curlerac streets in the Maroney. Went out on the porch and, and looked down the block and saw someone administering CPR to a man laying on the ground. He says he called 911. They were already aware. Police arrived within minutes. They found Carter shot and EMS pronounced him dead on scene. There are several surveillance cameras in the area. Neighbors say they've turned over footage to police. I could imagine that being my husband laying on the ground trying to give CPR to him and that just freaks me out. I, I could not imagine anything more horrible for that poor guy. Um, the screams that I heard, I, I will never get out of my head. Neighbors and sources tell Fox. Anyway, this poor man died. Uh, that was him and his husband. I think he's the one, uh, the one right here, the one that got killed. Sixteen-year-old, sixteen-year-old murdered this man. Just came in here on vacation. Guess the whole world's turning to shit, though, right? Uh fuck got somebody that's getting ready to go to california for some i mean on vacation and uh, i told them they're gonna be around san francisco i said watch out you don't get none of that rainbow dust sneak up in your ass make you gay so no heart goes out to that poor guy losing his husband like that next one we're going over to to homa oh yeah it, it definitely and mardi gras ain't started yet that place a fucking madhouse when Mardi Gras hits. Uh, oh, I did skip one. I'm just, I'm just gonna say, uh, starting in January, uh, did, well this month, uh, Louisiana now they made it illegal, totally illegal, which I agree with them. That uh, gender affirming care for uh, children has been outlawed. They're not allowed to do it. You can't wait until you're 18 years old. I mean, 
I agree with that. If you want to start taking, you know, girl hormones, grow titties, buy titties, cut your dick off or sew a dick on, you shouldn't be able to make that choice till you're 18 years old. You can't vote until you're 18. You can't get married legally without your parents' permission. You can't do a lot of stuff until you're 18, but you, they want to give these children, like, oh, they can make their own. No, they can't make their own decision. I wanted to be Spider-Man at one fucking point in my life, okay? Uh, so, yeah, so, but... So that's a good thing, but uh, of course, you know, you got some families now that are uh, suing. The uh, they're suing over it, you know, which uh, makes complete. They're not going to win, but they're they're suing, saying you know it's not right. No, no, no. Uh, if you want to, if you want to do this to your own child, I think they ought to take your children away from you. Uh, I'm not saying you know your child or whatever because let's say if they're gay or whatever like that but uh i'm not saying you know you shouldn't say oh yeah let's go chop your dick off let's let this get you on some uh hormone from puberty blockers and all this shit and, you know, no 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 go look at the all uh, the facts all these kids now that have uh changed their mind since uh now that they're older and it's too late they're fucked so, yeah, it's a good thing. This next one, going back to, uh, I think we're going back to St. Tammany. Uh, no, we're going to Homa. As, uh, Holster, I like to call it Homo. But we're going to Homa. Uh, bad when you got two friends uh, got in an argument with each other at a sports bar, probably over some fucking football game or something fucking stupid. And uh, the other one went out, got a gun, and shot and killed it at the other one. 39-year-old man uh, was booked on one kind of second-degree murder. Uh, what, what can be so bad, especially if somebody that's your friend? What can be so bad, argument-wise? I mean, I got friends that... Just utterly have pissed me off before, but I've never, never thought about going getting a gun and just capping one of them. Now, this man is probably going to spend the rest of his life in prison over, like I said, probably a stupid argument over a football game or some bar fly or some shit like that. People need to think. People need to think. Yeah, your brain didn't fully develop until you're 27. I think the male brain, they said, it didn't like fully developed. So I know till it's like you're like thirty or some shit like that. I know it took a long time for me before I started making stupid decisions. I think I was in my damn forties at that point. So I guess I was a late bloomer on that part because I was pretty stupid. <laughs> I still do too stupid shit, just not as stupid as it used to be. Anyway, now this one did I have on? I did have a video on the, the homeless shooting. We'll look at it so y'all can see the, the guys that shot was each other. likely an attempted armed robbery. David Jones right spoke with Nick. To the St. John's County sergeant's death nope, earlier that's this year. His name is Michael Kunovich. He died. And we want to be clear. Nope, that's not the right the man. Okay. Anyway, I'm not going to see that one. Now. This next one, I don't know if y'all have heard about it. Uh, it's been on national news and shit like this. 
and I don't know how somebody could fuck up this bad. They they fucked up. This is in Mississippi. In Jackson. Probably about three hours from me. Uh three or four hours. Jackson, Mississippi. Uh two hundred and fifteen bodies. And I did say right, two hundred and fifteen bodies have been located in a pauper cemetery, I think, behind a jail or something like that. The problem is is a lot of these people in here have come to find out have family members that did, that had reported them missing and shit, and they never got notified. Uh, let, let, let me just let me let it roll. Uh, pull the video up. The St. John's County Sergeant's death earlier this year. His name is Michael Kunovich. He died. Mississippi. Jackson, Mississippi. This is the, this guy right here. This is what happened with, with when they started finding, started looking. He, uh, his family had uh, listed him as missing. He had been arrested and like died in jail or something. And uh, they knew who he was, or he got killed in a car wreck. I'm not sure. But anyway, he died, and they they had his wallet and identification, and everything. Well, they never nobody never went and contacted his family. They just buried him as a John Doe in this, or they cranked yeah, They buried him in this uh, pauper cemetery. But I think the problem is one of the problems too is a lot of these people that were buried back here never been embalmed or nothing like that, which that's illegal in the state of Louisiana. You just can't put a dead body in the dirt like that. So. Uh, yeah, but th- this is the one that started. Be exact. It's been revealed 215 bodies were buried in unmarked graves behind a state jail in Jackson, of course. Attorney Ben Crump is now calling for an ben investigation. Trump. Families of the dead reportedly had no idea until last month. Some of them, those grave sites were only labeled by a number and a metal rod. Joining us to talk about it, activists are... Arthur Silky Slim Reed, <coughs> who also works with Ben Crump. So, Arthur, this started with Dexter Wade's case. Back- this uh, Silky Slim fella right here, he's not slim. He's from Baton Rouge area. He's one of them fucking loudmouth af- 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 activists. But uh, he, uh, I mean, in this case, they're kind of right, though. I mean, this is fucked up. I mean, this shouldn't have been going on. In March, right, he was an individual who was hit by uh, a police officer, and his family thought he was simply. That's right. I forgot. I remember the story. He got hit like the cop, like hit him with his unit on in an accident or something like that. The dude died, and they didn't notify his family nothing. They just buried him, trying to cover something up. See, but he was dead and buried, and no one notified them. Well. The thing about it is that he had identification on him, Isaiah. Oh, Silky Slim is not a lawyer, Jim. That dude's no fucking lawyer. He's just one of them fucking people that like to protest and shit. But he's no, this motherfucker ain't no lawyer. I, I don't even know if he's got his GED. He the truth about it. And the medical examiner gave it to the lead detective who said he called, didn't get an answer, and they didn't worry about doing anything else. Um, what we're finding, Isaiah, is that Mississippi is Mississippi. It's an ugly Mississippi. And this is sad because now we have 
six other individuals that has been put into this same grave. And if you look at the video from when we first went to that site, that site, buzzards were flying overhead. And we were trying to figure out why are the buzzards flying overhead? Because they got to get they eat on too. And that what people say when people robbing stores. Well, I got to eat. Well, they got to eat too. But it's because they're putting them in shadow graves and the only thing that they're putting them in is a body bag without embalming the bodies. So the stench from the bodies are drawing buzzers there. It's so inhumane for anybody to do any one like that, Isaiah, is just horrible is what we can say. And that's not even a word that we should use in a situation like this. It's something that we haven't seen. And what we're seeing here is over 200 people in this, what they consider a pauper's grave behind the county jail there. And, and what you guys are learning in your investigation is many of these families were never called, were never notified. Many of them still think their family members or thought their family members were simply missing, but they were dead and buried and never got a call from any investigators, any law enforcement officials, authorities in Jackson, Mississippi. That's right. And one of the things that we faced uh, being Mississippi is that um, they thought that we were playing they don't the race card. They don't eat him. <laughs> that they, they bring his stomachache. We have white clients as well. There were white people that were buried the same way, um, Isaiah. And any human being that's buried the way that they are burying these individuals, it says a lot about the people that's doing this. Um, criminal act. And the only thing that we're asking, because people always look at us when we're out fighting for civil rights of individuals, the only thing that we're asking in this case, we want you to do the right thing and give them a humane burial. And the city is, you know, so it's crazy, Isaiah, to see something like that. It's 2023. It's not 1940. But to see them just dumping bodies in a grave like that, and no name, just a number. So they'll say, well, number 13, that's Arthur Reed. Um, I have no idea why he got how he got that nickname. I guess he probably skinny at one time or more so. I don't know. He's been around causing headaches for a long time uh, in this area. So, But in this case, like I said, in this case, I got I got, I mean, I, I got to agree with him. When they write, they write. This is wrong. This is just straight up wrong. I don't care if they were all black. I don't care. Whatever. It don't matter to me. I don't care. This is just straight up wrong. Whoever whoever was doing this just wrong, especially didn't in a body bag, not even embalming them. Uh, the contamination in that dirt back there is, uh, like I said, it's, he, he, well, he's definitely slippery as a snake. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I got to agree with him. I don't like him or Ben Chump, but I got to agree with him on this one. 21 is Isaiah Kerr. But, we don't really know until we get the remains. And then the remains um, had decomposed so bad, we just have to take them at their word. And when you look at the story, they told us that they would um, exhume this body at 12 noon, but they ended up taking this young man, Dexter Wade, out of the ground at 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning. They say, we were not going to allow them to embarrass us with those cameras. If you're not embarrassed by what you're doing, it's shame on you.
Absolutely incredible. Now, you guys, uh, along with Ben Crump and I think Attorney Dennis Week, you all are asking for a federal investigation that the feds come in and take a look at this and see exactly what's going on because there's some questions as to Dexter Wade's death when he was hit by the police officer. Whatever happened with the officer in this case? And why wasn't his family ever notified that he was dead and not just a missing person? So bottom line, you want an investigation, right? We think many civil rights were violated in Dexter Wade's case, um, not notifying the family, burying him without permission um, when you knew who he was. That's, That's the key issue right there. You knew who this individual was. And if you look at the Dexter Wade... That's just messed up. I mean, like I said, I don't like ever after, but I mean, they're right on this thing. Uh, I mean, it's wrong. I mean, it's just <laughs> that's fucked up. Policeman, police run this dude over accident, maybe, but then y'all just bury him. Come on now. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, how do you even do that or think you're going to get away with it? He might have been. He might might have been a pimp. I don't know. Uh, he, he's a. I know he's a. Just a pain. Uh, this next one here is. Uh, I think this is another. Uh, why it keeps doing that to me, throwing me back down. This is another. Uh, We're in Mississippi again with this one. It says, uh, Mississippi officers were so disturbed by this badly beaten beaten one-year-old that they couldn't even look the chief in the face when they were trying to describe the scene. Uh, I understand when uh, you see some of this shit. Uh, I've had to witness stuff with children. And it, uh, it's stuff you you don't get out of your head uh, very ever. So, anyway, they had this... Uh, Small, you know, toddler. The toddler's name was Prodigy Hunter. He uh, got rushed to the Mississippi State uh, Hospital. Uh, Jack's police chief uh, told reporters last month that he had a massive amount of trauma. He had been brutally beaten. Uh, he said officers had a hard time finding any area on this child's body that didn't have bruises on it. Uh, neighbors called 911 after the mother brought this child's limp body to their doorsteps. The dispatchers were told the child was unresponsive. Uh, he was declared dead soon after arriving at the hospital. They had been looking for the boy's mother, 29-year-old Yolanda Nicole Hunter. Uh, she has been arrested for felony child abuse that same day, but posted bail for her release. I, how the fuck did they give her that low of a bail as she can make it. Anyway, she made bail, and now she done jumped bail. Uh, they're searching for her. She's now uh, being charged with uh, capital murder, and her boyfriend, who uses the name Herman Coleman or Herman Gardner, he, too, has an active arrest warrant for Prodigy's murder. I don't know if they have uh, found them yet or not. I hope they have. Uh, <clears throat> that, like I said, that's fucking... I don't understand all these people that that keep uh, killing these children. I mean, why even have them? Jackson, Mississippi, to be exact. It's been revealed 215 bodies were buried. No, that is not it. That was from Wednesday night. If I can find it. 
it may be going. Uh, I don't see it. But yeah, I mean, these people that are killing these uh, these children like that—that's two, a one-year-old. Yeah, bail for fuck's sake. You right, JoJo. Her bail should have been at least like a million dollars, but it was low enough where because I, I guarantee you these these were not well-off people, and uh, I don't know what the bail they had preset or or what on it. That that's just completely insane. Like I said, hopefully they've caught them. Uh, we can try to look it up. Let's see. What was her name? Yolanda what? I don't remember what her name was. I'll just have to look at them at the time. Anyway, I'd have to look it up later. Whole stare here, do my looking up. Next, I think we're going to New Mexico. New Mexico firefighters. I did have a picture of them. I don't know where it went. Uh, did they do a good thing? No, they did not. They had uh, three, I think three of them, three New Mexico firefighters are accused of gang raping one of their colleague's sisters. Now uh, and now they got their ankle monitors. They were out on bond. They had ankle monitors. Well, they got them taken off. Uh, the victim had told the police she had been raped by the group before she was able to escape through a bathroom window. They had been... Uh, Relieved of their firefighter duties. They they got granted their request and were allowed to remove their ankle monitors as they await trial on house arrest. Former Albuquerque Fire Rescue Firefighters Angel Portello, Aiden Heyman, and Anthony Martin were charged after their sister of a colleague worker claimed they raped her following a golf tournament back in July of twenty. Three. Martin's 44, one's the Portello's 32, another one, uh, Heyman's 46. Uh, the victim claimed that Heyman was coaching the others during the attack. I guess he's growing. It's like, yeah, put your penis right there. I mean, I mean, Jesus Christ. Uh, Police were called when a couple found the victim crying by an outdoor pool. She told them she had been assaulted by men. Uh, of course, their their attorneys are like, "Oh no, they're they're innocent." She just wanted to see their fire hose. Uh, they're saying uh, the reason they let them have the anchor miles off said they have had trouble securing employment since being released from jail. They said they have experienced difficulties due to GPS monitoring. So, especially, I mean, he raped us. I mean, anyway, these, these fuckers were able to take their monitors off. And uh, I say, if, if they raped her, I hope, I hope they get fucking time for it. That's for sure. Uh, I know if I was the brother, and three of my fucking colleagues decided to rape my sister. They might want to stay in jail because that'd be the safest place for them. Tasha says she just checked. Uh, she's still on. They're still on the run, and uh, well, hopefully, they catch them soon. Or 
you know, they get some instant karma and drive off a cliff and die in a fiery crash painfully. Yeah, you're right. You're right. A little cussing face. Uh, this next one here, of course, you know, I think we're back in Louisiana. Let me see. Yep. Got this Louisiana teacher. You probably won't be able to see it, but uh, that lady right there. Okay. Louisiana high school teacher, well, she is, we know what she's accused of, right? She's accused of sexually abusing a 15-year-old boy. Oh, what's that? Something playing. Uh, a 15-year-old boy. It just won't stop playing. If I wanted to play, it wouldn't have. Uh, this 15-year-old boy and inappropriately touching him in her car. And she had her baby in the back seat, the prosecutors are saying. Tatum Hatch, she's 32 years old, the boy was 15, allegedly told the boy she wanted to be the first person to have sex with him. Court documents said on Wednesday, uh, Hatch of West Monroe, that's uh, North Louisiana, uh, was arrested and charged with computer-aided solicitation of a minor, according to online jail records. She was released on a $10,000 bond. She, her alleged actions came to light in December when West Monroe Police Department contacted the Washita Parish Sheriff's Office about a student who came forward about her. The boy's father allegedly told... Uh, the sheriff's office that his son confided in him, him confiding in him about this sexual relationship. Saying it had gone on for the past year and a half. So I guess she maybe got that booty. The boy's father allegedly had proof of the relationship from sexually explicit Instagram messages that were screen recorded. According to the court documents, Hatch allegedly wanted the boy to sneak into her bedroom window, saying she believed it would be safer for him to come to her house rather than meeting in his home. Well, no shit. How are you going to explain to your mommy and your daddy that you got a 32-year-old woman in your bedroom sucking your little pee-pee? Just saying. When the boy told her he felt scared, she allegedly said... She was worried that he would find someone else to be his first person to have sex with. Uh, she had allegedly admitted that she spoke to the boy on Instagram. The day before, she was placed on administrative leave from her job. She resigned on December 26th, and she's scheduled to go to court. She should have been back to court. I mean, come on, really? I can see some of these other ones, you know, these 23, 24-year-olds maybe fucking up with a 15, 16, 17-year-old boy in school. You're 32 years old. You're a grown-ass woman, and you're trying to fuck a 15-year-old. Come on. So, and, I mean, I don't know. I mean, she's not gorgeous, but she's not ugly either. I mean, she couldn't find a fucking grown man. Yeah, you're right, Jojo. It is insane. The world is insane. Uh, oh, next we're 
Still in Louisiana. Y'all y'all know about Bass Pro Shops, right? Got one right here, right, right where I live, around where I live. This ain't in Louisiana. I think this is actually happening in Alabama Bass Pro Shop. But we, we have two in uh, in the state. We have a Bass Pro and a Cabela's uh, not too far from each other. That's where we have our motorcycle competitions in Gonzales at the Cabela's. Anyway, inside of these, uh, if y'all haven't been to any of the Bass Pro Shops, I know ours, most of them, I think, they have these big, giant-ass tanks with, like, fish and shit in them. And some guy decided to get naked. And jumped inside one of the tanks. Now, it costs thousands and thousands of dollars to clean these tanks once somebody contaminates it like that. Uh, This stupid motherfucker almost killed himself, though, when he jumped in and he knocked himself out. Thank God he didn't drown. Uh, He was arrested, criminal mischief, and some other stuff like that. This one's Alabama was not local. We did have a guy uh, a couple years ago did jump in hours out here and like I said his ass got arrested. Also come on. Somebody's wanting pets. Y'all see Duke. Yep. I don't have any more treats up here buddy. He is sniffing everything. Come here. He's being a good boy. He's feeling a little bit better. Thank you. Let's see. Oh, (laughs) story here. We're going back to New Orleans, so you know it's going to be good. Stop. You can't get on my lap all the way. Come on. He's being very needy, huh? That's really loud, buddy. We're going back to New Orleans, and (laughs) I don't think he identified as a fish. And this, we're going to be talking about a New Orleans cop. You know, I call them out when they, anybody, when they fuck up. Anyway, we're talking about a New Orleans cop. Uh, this guy has been taken off of the streets. And uh, I don't, they didn't fire him. I, I'm so fucking, they, they didn't fire him. He's on administrative uh, reassignment right now, pending the outcome of uh, this public integrity bureau investigation, okay? So what did he get reassigned for? Uh, he got caught smoking illegal drugs. I'm, I'm assuming weed. Last month, how did he get caught? Because he was smoking this shit on duty, in uniform, and his own body-worn camera recorded it. Maurice Bailey, who'd been on the force uh, since 2021, the late part of it, so he, you know, he's still a rookie, fresh out of a police academy, remain, remains on administrative assignment, pending the outcome of investigation. The supervisor's review of Bailey's body-worn camera revealed the officer smoking the drugs. They declined, uh, the department declined uh, to provide details of the conduct report, but, uh, <laughs> The only thing the department says is investigation is uh, investigating complaint received recently. He is a former standout running back at Archbishop Rumble High School. He earned a bachelor's degree in political science at Southeastern University 
in 2020 before joining NOPD. His job application shows he had been working in the 7th District or 7th Ward, which covers New Orleans East. He was 27 years old. He's been the subject of several write-ups over his short tenure on the fort. Among them were three complaints alleging violation of violating policy on body cameras. A week before the latest allegation, he served a one-day suspension for failing to file a vehicle crash report on time. So he was lazy. He didn't uh, want to do his reports, I guess. So anyway, he sounds like a trouble cop. Uh, maybe it's a good thing he uh, got caught smoking. I- I'm assuming weed. We'll say weed. Uh, he got caught smoking weed in uniform before You know, he ended up doing something stupid like hurting somebody or getting somebody hurt out there on the street. Uh <laughs> I mean, how fucking stupid. This one, uh, me and uh, Wednesday, if y'all, you know, if some of y'all were here, ones that didn't, uh, we discussed in, in for Maryland that, uh, you know, because weed's legal up there and stuff, me and whole, because me and whole Sarah are totally different on it. And I thought if you're a cop, uh, I don't care if weed's legal or not, wherever you're at, you shouldn't be allowed to smoke it. This is why. This is a prime example why. It's not legal here. But if it was legal, like, well, he was just smoking. It's legal. Yeah, but he's getting fucking high while he's on duty, carrying a gun. Come on. Not only are you putting your own life in danger, you're putting other officers' lives in danger, and you're putting the public's life in danger. Completely asking that. How, how just selfish and just dumb can you be? Because being a cop is a selfless job. You you don't go out there to for yourself. You're out there because you want to uh, help your community and the people around you and everything else and keep them safe and protect them. But you're too worried about smoking weed. JoJo says, numb nuts. I just think it's beyond numb nuts. Uh, he's just a complete ass. If we were doing hot nuts, that's who would be getting my hot nuts right there. Well, we don't do hot nuts in these. I don't even know what that was that popped up on my watch. Let's see what else. We're getting closer to the end. Oh, and we're going going over to uh, Lake Charles. This piece of shit. God, I got some pieces of shit on here tonight. I forgot I had some of these stories. Some of these stories, I'm like, I don't, I don't remember. Uh Lake Charles man, uh, he got charged with uh, killing his girlfriend's son and the dog. Uh, Calcasieu Parish Sheriff's Office said they were notified of a woman being seen at a local hospital with severe injury. So he beat the holy fuck out of her. And during the investigation, they said they were advised by the woman that her boyfriend, Derek K. Rayburn, 47 years old, Lake Charles, killed her son and the dog at their home. She also stated she was able to escape the home and seek medical attention. Upon officers' arrival at the home, they said they found Eric Bosley, 26, of Lake Charles, and the dog. So it wasn't a little kid, at least. I mean, it's bad. This boy was only 26 years old. But, <laughs> I mean, she, he killed his, her 26-year-old son and killed the dog dead inside the home from what appears to be gunshot wounds. Through the investigation, they said they learned Rayburn caused the woman's injury. He was later found at the he was later found at the hospital attempting to locate her. 
He was questioned by detectives and arrested and booked and put in the jail. I mean, unfortunately, uh, they charged him with second-degree murder, attempted second-degree murder, domestic abuse with serious bodily injury, aggravated cruelty to animals, interfering with emergency communications, carrying a firearms by a convicted felon, and illegal use of a weapon during a crime. His bond is set at $2,375,000. See, that's a fucking bond. That's a bond. Uh, the woman is was still in the hospital at the time of this story from her serious injuries. Uh, so he, if she's still in the hospital like that, he beat the holy hell out of her, killed her son, and Kill the fucking dog. That pisses me off, too. Don't, why'd you kill the dog? Just pieces of shit. Uh, <laughs> since we're right here, it went, went a little quicker than I thought. I don't know if y'all in a hurry or anything. Uh, can look and see what else got popped up. Oh, y'all seen where uh, the grand jury indicted old Alec Baldwin uh, for that girl he accidentally shot? I think they charged him with, like, involuntary manslaughter or some shit like that. We'll see where that goes. I don't like him as an actor myself. Lord. They had some church. They had a sewage leak. They were trying to stop the sewage leak so they could do a funeral. That sounds like a shitty situation right there, huh? A baby lid because of Oregon thing, I don't know. Uh, Gonzalez police are looking for a, a armed and dangerous man. Over in Donaldsonville. Big tattoo and shit on his neck. We have five five people got arrested in Baton Rouge. Uh, I saw the video. Uh, during New Year's Eve, they had like fucking people. They were shooting them fucking Glocks and shit with them switches on. Fully automatic. And they hit. They were just shooting fucking just everywhere. And uh, they hit houses, churches, all stuff. So this Traylon Williams, 18, Jaqual Robbins, 18, and Tig O'Connor, 21, were arrested along two 17-year-olds. They got four firearms off of them. They were charged possession of a machine gun, two counts, simple crime and damaged property, unlawful posting. Oh, they posted the video on social media. That helped catch their asses. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, this was in New Orleans. It wasn't in Baton Rouge. I'm sorry. Uh, so, I did see the video. It was fucking crazy. Uh they just, I mean, just unlook. I'm like, you know, hundreds of rounds. Oh, let me talk about this. I was going to talk about it. We'll just talk about it real quick. I don't know if y'all saw this. This Federal Highway Commission, uh, I saw the story this morning. Uh, they're recommending, the Federal Highway Administration is telling state agencies to stop 
to put the brakes on the the funny sign messages on the the LED signs they have out there. Uh, said that the clever phrases displayed on di- the digital message boards along interstates and highway. They said they're too distracting. Okay, I actually like them. Uh, like you know, they had the one you know during Christmas. I mean, they 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 had they stupid little sayings. Some of them were just just dumb dumb, but it's like a a saying. And uh, which one of them? Let's see. It's like uh, one of them's like you know, like I said, they they said they they're distracting, and I said I saw this story this morning. And what, bunny? And uh, I'm like, it's 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 fucking. It's they're short. It's not like I'm trying to read a book or a paragraph. It's short. Plus, what's the difference between me seeing something up there that's saying, you know, uh, speeders are you know going to go to hell or whatever on on a sign or something that makes you chuckle? Just trying to you know or you know pay attention, you no know, drinking and driving and or whatever they put up there with a funny saying. Me reading that, what's the difference between having these fucking billboards? Well, Louisiana, we have fucking billboards everywhere. You can't drive down the interstate without fucking just seeing billboards all over the place. So how how is that any more distracting than a big-ass billboard? Then on the way to work this morning, I was, like, looking, and I don't know why I was thinking about this shit. And, uh, but I, I'm driving to work, it's dark, and I've noticed a lot of these, all these new cars, all these new cars have, have fucking damn near 20-inch fucking monitors on the goddamn dashboards for fucking radios and all this other shit, and fucking buttons everywhere. That's way more distracting than, than a fucking little digital sign that says slow down, or your dick's gonna fall off or something. Uh, that... Or you looking at your big monitor on your dashboard while you're fucking texting and eating a bowl of cereal and fixing your makeup and picking your nose. I mean, that's way more distracting. Fucking highway commission, they're fucking stupid. That, that's the dumbest shit. Oh, it's, it's, it's distracted driving. Uh, talking on your phone while you're driving is distracting. Texting or, you know, reading a text. or Oh, I wasn't texting, officer. I was uh looking for a new song on on my thing, whatever. But that's the federal government, right? All right. Uh, <laughs> yes, you were late because I'm about to wrap it up, uh, Donna. You can trust us, Jojo. We're not gonna mess you over. We're your friend. Let me uh, pull the Patreon up. I am going to do a uh, a Patreon episode when I get done with this. It won't be live. Uh, setting up. I, I've tried to do live. I've done some lives on Patreon, and I'm just going to tell y'all, it's a pain in the ass for me to set it up. Uh, if they may ever make it easier, I might try to do more or figure something out differently on it, but uh, it, it's a pain. But this one, if I... Let me just say it's not. It's not. I guess it could be considered political. It's not real political. It's just something I saw, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And what the fuck? I'm just going to talk about it. Why the hell not? Right? Uh, 
something to bitch about and and y'all can give me y'all's opinions the patreons uh that are on there uh give me the give me y'all's opinions on it of the patreons we got kelly meyer and we have uh mr jared nitrous and motor cop for life we got dan carlson with burley boards great wood products you can get there his cutting boards are fantastic you can like use it for cooking cutting your, your vegetables your meat you can use it for uh beating the hell out of your kids if they're bad you could use it to deter burglars or you could use it to spank your wife in that naughty spanking kind of way we got t-bird we got jim poe Grant, who was in from the short track guys podcast he was here earlier we got hoppy hoppison hope he's doing all right out there and all this weather in that big truck we got mr blake walker we got a.a ron from i had to say it podcast we got mr z palmer we got roy spalding roy with the s of course we have our girl jojo who is in the chat our favorite girl from australia and we have natasha a who's also here with us and uh I appreciate y'all. Y'all help me pay the bills. And I hope y'all are enjoying the content that I do put out there. I try. I try. All right. Uh, Will, I did an escort tomorrow. I'm probably not going to live stream when I'm doing it from inside of a vehicle. Uh, I am wanting to try out those new uh, glasses I got. I got them uh, smart glasses and Ray-Bans that I can live stream from, which is always fun. So everybody stay safe. Uh, watch your back. Watch your partner's back. Remember, we're not sheepdogs. We are lions. And I always smile because Iceman could be behind you. Because I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah, I'm going to do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks. I'm going to stack bricks up, build what I want to make. Yo, I got a lot of shit to say, so I'm going to do this every day. I'll be writing things Okay, dude. Calm down.